I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, hello, everyone. It's time for another installment of Everything is Better with Creators. And today's a musical celebration as we're joined by the incredibly talented creator, Spartacus. With an incredible origin story, starting out as a young queer black boy watching Lady Gaga videos in Brazil's most diverse neighborhoods, Spartacus has become a renowned artist, with works displayed at the National Gallery of Art, and was named one of Forbes' 20 most innovative black creators in Brazil. In today's episode, we'll learn how the internet changed Spartacus's life, get the inside scoop on his new single, Mission, and find out what he sees for the future of creators. That's right, everyone. We're going behind the music with the coolest and most talented creator, artist, and TV host you've ever seen. It's going to be epic. I'm very proud of what you're doing. Smile for 15 seconds out of day and make the world a better place. Welcome to Everything is Better with Creators, brought to you by Whaler. Join us as we dive into the latest trends, news, and strategies shaping the creator economy and learn how it's driving innovation and change. Oh my gosh, Spartacus is here! <laughs> how are you? <laughs> yes, hello Ashley! I'm super happy. I'm super excited to be talking with you. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm so wonderful. Even more, even better now, Spartacus. Even better now that you're here. I mean, I just have to, to say, like, I just, I loved our moment in Cannes last year. It was, it was wild. It was fabulous. And I, you being there and all the creators also being there, it just added such a beautiful layer to the experience. And I just think, it really got everyone talking. No, it was on one of the most amazing moments of my life because being a black queer boy from the interior of Brazil, I never even imagined, never even dreamed to be heard at France, you know, to the world, to be able to talk about my history, my job, my, my work to the world, and make people cry listening to what I was saying. So for me, it was really magical. Not only this, but connecting with other creators like Pellet, Ree, and people from Whaler. It was like unforgettable. I mean, truly. I mean, when you shared your story on our panel, and for those who didn't know, we Whaler had a, a full-blown build right in the festival, and it was called Whaler House. And you shared such an incredible story and and the why behind your work. And that is something that I love to talk about here on the podcast. So if you could let us know, like, what was your why? I'd love for you to walk us through your background and really what influenced you to become the person I see before me today. So I say to people that my mission is to use art in a political way to transform culture and educate. But I just understood that like years ago, I was always just trying to use my voice to help people in a way, you know? So I, I'm Spartacus. 
I was born in Itabuna, a small city in the interior of Bahia. I was black, I was gay. And growing up, it was really hard for me to understand all of this, to understand why people was not finding me attractive, what, why my hair, people say that was not beautiful, and why I had so much difficult to love and be loved. So when I started growing up, I started reading about racism, LGBTphobia, and I, read it. I had a really great process of understanding this, and I really wanted to use my voice to share this knowledge with people. I was, at the time, studying advertising, yeah, at, at college, I was working on a TV network in Brazil called Global, one of the biggest ones. And I decided to use all the knowledge that I had in college and in my work on my own YouTube channel. I decided to try to share my, my thoughts to the world. And I did a video one day talking about cultural appropriation in Anita. Because before the world know Anita right now, she was already a king. A, she was already in Brazil, you know, she was our or Queen or Madonna. So I, w I did a video explaining to people what cultural appropriation was because people were like pointing that she was doing that in a video and I was disagreeing. And the video got like 4 million views in two days. And I was like, oh my God, I think people want to hear more about that. People want to understand more about social issues through pop culture. So I kept doing that. I kept explaining to people what was colorism, racism, LGBT phobia, transphobia. It was really a moment when people are starting to talk about that on social media, on Facebook, on YouTube. And I think I, I, I was there at the right moment, at the right time. And I started doing that, but it was a really tough time in Brazil because it was the rise of far right politics. So it was the moment when Jair Bolsonaro was elected and it was really hard for people like me to talk about social issues in my country because it was, this, this social media became really violent. I started to receive a lot of like death threats and stuff like that the activists, activists receive. So I, I needed to create a strategy to keep talking about the things that I think that are important without shutting me up. So I decided to talk about social issues through art. So now I'm going to talk about the meaning behind Leonage. I'm go going to talk about the meaning behind formation. I, I was like, I became a pop culture creator that was only talk about meanings behind music videos and songs and albums, but always using that to talk about social issues that these artists were discussing. So for example, Lady Gaga in Chromatica, she was talking about mental health. She was always my biggest inspiration. So I was using these albums, this art, to make people understand more about things that I think that are important, but not everybody pay attention. Like, I was using Chromatica to discuss mental health, for example, because Lady Gaga is one of my biggest influences, especially because my mom didn't raise me. I was raised by my, by my grandma. I needed like a mother figure, and my mother looked a lot like Lady Gaga. Both of them were white, blonde, rebels, had problems with like drug issues. So I, even like un unconsciously, I was projecting my mother on Lady Gaga because Lady Gaga was telling me all this stuff that I, I was needing to hear from my mother. Imagine that I was like a, a lone gay boy in Brazil and Lady Gaga was saying to me, you're beautiful in your way because God made no mistakes. 
Right. This is the kind of stuff that I was worried to listen to my mom, you know, in this moment of acceptance, in this moment of self-discovery. So I became like the lost song of Lady Gaga with wow. Beyonce, you know. So, Incredible Spartacus goosebumps right now. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. I'm sorry. This synergy is beyond. So keep keep going. Don't let me stop you. I'm my my jaw is to the ground for those who who can't see me right now. But wow. She really inspired me to be the most confident version of myself because, for example, her name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotta. Lady Gaga is an alter ego, and I have a lot of like trust issues myself, especially being black and gay. A lot of times I think that I'm not beautiful, that I don't have talent, that nobody likes me. And this really makes me really insecure. So I need to find the strategies to be confident, to go after my dreams. So I did just like my mom. I created a confident version of myself called Sparta. And then I started to go after everything that I wanted. I was thinking like a year ago, just after Cannes, I was thinking, what the most confident version of myself will be doing. I think it will, it will not be just like analyzing pop divas. He will be a pop diva himself. Yes. What an important question to ask yourself, Spartacus. That is a very important question to ask yourself. Wow. I love that. That's an unlock for sure. Yeah. All the time I'm asking what the most confident version of myself, what Sparta will be doing. And then I go there and I do this. And after this, when I, when I saw it, I had like a music video shot in New York City on Brooklyn. Mm. I had like two, two songs already on the Spotify. I'm ha I already did two concerts, you know. I have a lot of concerts already like that I'll be doing the next days. Everything because I decided to be the most confident version of myself. Not only like the small wounded Spartacus, but mm -hmm. like the Sparta. Not only Stephanie, but Lady Gaga, you know. Yes. Not only not only Beyonce, but Sasha Fierce. Let's go. Let's talk about it, right? Because some like some of our favorite people say that they do bring on that alter ego, and it is necessary from time to tap into a deeper a deeper moment um, that's going to allow you to be unbridled and free. And I feel that. Oh my gosh, that's incredible, Spartacus. I think that sometimes we have this solid idea of ourselves. The the most authentic version of ourselves is who we already are. But I think this is a mistake. We can be so much more. Yes. I, I always wanted to be much more. And I cannot believe that the most authentic version of myself is the version of the past that were afraid to do everything that I done. So I'm always trying to be more. When I was at school, when I, I was in my eighth grade, my teacher was asking us, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh -huh. Where, so my friends were, were saying they, they want to be doctors, engineers. I say that I want to make history, honey, because I always wanted to dream. Let's go. Yeah, I think we need to dream. Beyonce, in the past, a reporter asked her, how do you see yourself? And she said, a legend in the making. And the guy said, a legend? And she said, in the making, honey. And I think... In the same way, I even did a song that I released in the next months called Legend that talked about that is a homage to that. Because I think if you believe that you're a legend and act like a legend and make the decisions like a person that wants to create a legacy that will help inspire people, you'll become a legend. Yes. It's simple like that. 
I agree. I agree. A lot of, uh, I, you know, manifestation, uh, believing in oneself, leaning into the unknown, you know, there's something inside of your gut telling you something, right? There is your, your inner deeper yeah. programming that is awaiting to blossom that you have to just listen to it and not allow anything to get in the way. <laughs> yeah, no, look at me, honey. I look at myself and I see a pop diva. I see the Brazilian Leonas X. And I really think that one of my missions today is knowing that today I'm a reference in Brazil. I know that a lot of people look up to me. A lot of people want to follow my steps, especially people from my community. And I think one of my missions is to be brave, to go, to go after everything that I want to do, even with people saying that I should not do that, that this is a shame, that I'm crazy. Because I think I need to show to the people that follow me that you can do whatever you want. You can have freedom. This is the biggest thing Lady Gaga told me, that you should always be free. She started to sing like electro pop. Then she started to sing like music with message and then jazz. And then she started to sing rock. And now she's an actress. She, for me, is the epitome of freedom. And for me, this is the most valuable thing that we can go for, especially being a black person. I want so much to be free, you know? So this is the thing that I want to inspire to people today. Be free to go wherever you want. I think what you're saying is vastly important. And it, it just shows, again, because like the, per the individual I see before, in front of me right now is fabulous in every way and so confident, so so free. I, if I were to, if I were to, someone to ask me to describe you, Spartacus, I would say that you're free, that you, you exude that. I've seen you walk into the room and instantly everyone is your friend and you enjoy yourself in every moment and you're so present and you would never think, but I think that that, I say those things because, you know, you've obviously gone through a transformation and that's a decision that you make every single day. But I think that I definitely want to punctuate the fact of how important representation is. And when you talk about, you know, again, things that you felt about yourself as, as a young person, you know, when you don't ever see a reflection of yourself in anything, you instantly think that all things are wrong. I know that those, uh, those are things that I saw in myself was like, well, no one looks like me was doing things that I wanted to do. And so I felt like I had to change myself. And so, you know, like evolved me now, I can definitely relate. And I can only imagine so much so when even more so culturally, things aren't as evolved as they are, how oppressive that can feel and how that can be. And I like my hat goes off to you, Spartacus, for seeing a space and like really stepping in it because it does take a lot of courage to do so. Yes, because a lot of courage. And I think I'm so brave because the world, it, it was not easy for me. I needed to be brave to survive. So I think for some people, they can just like bo be born and just be like that. And the world will always like, oh, you're beautiful. You are amazing. You are so sexy. Oh, congrats. For people like us, we are always need to be reinventing ourselves and finding ways to be confident and finding ways to, you know, to make things happen, especially in being Brazilian with this, like our country. We, we, we have, we are, we just came out of a very terrible government for people like us with very, we, we, really small opportunities for people like us. So if you don't are creative in Brazil, we can't get anything. I always need to be creating myself and creating new versions of myself. 
to really make things happen. 100%, 100%. Okay, whoa, Spartans, we have unpacked a lot. We've unpacked a lot so far. And again, I am already incredibly, incredibly inspired. And I know everyone else will be as well. I mean, literally the sky is the limit and I cannot wait to see what else you do. Like, cause I mean, honestly, literally the last time I saw you, you told me about all of your plans and look at you. No, this is, this is cool. Huh? Guys, everybody that is listening, the last time that I, I was with Ashley, I was telling her that I was, I was thinking about releasing music and now I already did like two concerts and I'm going to sing in the Brazilian Carnival of Salvador, which is the biggest of the country. It will be like a moment. I will be like in, in, on top of trucks singing to thousands of millions of people just because I got inspiration from that trip from Cannes and did a song and now the song is like popping. So I'm super happy, super proud. And I can say to you, Ashley, that even I'm being this person, this confident person to you right now, I still have moments of doubt. I still have moments where I don't like myself. I still have moments when I listen more to the people that say that I should give up. But I always, in these moments, try to be the most confident version of myself. I think I wanted to vibe in the highest way possible. So I always try to be, be mindful of my, of my emotions, you know, of my thoughts. I think this is the key for you to get everything. For sure. For sure. Is there any special way that you go about that, Spartacus, like center yourself and like come back to like come back to this ethos of, you know, being free and like and, and coming in, and coming there and stepping up for yourself like that? I think spirituality, it was key for me in all this process. I connected a lot with the Candomblé, which is a Afro-Brazilian religion in Brazil. So it's really amazing because it's a Beyonce do a homage to the Orishas in Black King. They are the, the African goddess of, of Candomblé. So we, I had a African goddess that is really guiding me in this moment. Her name is Yemanja. Solange already did a homage to her in a performance. Yemanja is the sea. So I always feel that the sea is guiding me. The sea, when I come to the sea, the sea always asks me to sing to it. So I'm feeling really like connected, really like with strength, with a lot of force to do everything because of that, because I take care of my energy, of my spirituality. And I think another, uh, I always, every day when I wake up, I look to my Yemanjai statue and I thank, I thank her for everything. I try to remember all the good stuff that I have in my life. I thank her for being alive. I thank her for having a voice, for having money, for having my family for having my work. And when I do this in law, or already in the beginning of the day, I start my day feeling so rich, you know, so powerful because I remember I'm conscious of a lot of all the good stuff that I have. So this meditation that I do every day is really important, but also another stuff that is really like being really important to me is having a community that supports you, that believes in you, you know? I'm here in my state, Bahia Salvador, which is the black state of Brazil. And I have a really diverse community of black people, queer people. And when they see me singing, they don't mock me. They believe in me. They see the beauty. They understand that I'm doing my art. They're expressing myself. And this for me is, is, is amazing. It's amazing. I, I really understood that you cannot do all this stuff alone. And I don't feel alone anymore. I feel that when you 
when you get the right people that believes in you and take care of you, when you take care of them, this is amazing. This is when magic happens. And this is what's happening with me right now. 100% Spartacus. Oh my gosh. Like I, my, I hope you could feel me hugging you right now. I am sending, I'm sending you hugs. And I, because again, that community is, is critical. It's critical to have your people. And I am so glad that they are showing up for you and showing out for you. And I, again, I'm just grinning from ear to ear right now to see that love coming at you. Because again, you have, you give so much love Spartacus. And I'm so happy that you're getting it right back tenfold because you deserve it. You deserve it in such a huge, 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 huge way. And I'm so, again, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for you. Hey, hang tight. We're not going anywhere. Our Everything is Better with Creators podcast will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so we're gonna come up for some air. We're gonna come up for some air for a little bit because, like, let's t- let's double click into more more music talk because obviously it's abundantly clear that music drives you, Spartacus. I'm living for it. If we looked at your Spotify playlist, what would you have in there? What what would we find? What's keeping you going right now? Last year, I was listening to a lot of Lady Gaga and Beyonce because she, they are my moms, you know. But this year I'm, I'm doing like a deep dive on Brazilian music, especially music from Bahia. My stage is black music. So I was learning a song that is like the spirit of Brazilian carnival. It's called Farao. And it talks about the history of the Egyptian kings. So because a lot of the culture of my stage come from Africa, really. Like a lot of the music that we do here comes from Africa, from Egypt. So we have a song that Every time that this song plays, everybody, like the energy comes up. It's like magic. It's everybody get, gets alive. And it's a song that talks about the history of the, the history of, of Africa. It's amazing. So the song is, Oh, mara, 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 maravilha, e, Egito, Egito, e, mara, 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 maravilha, e, Egito, Egito, e, Faraó, oh, Faraó, oh, Faraó, oh, Faraó, oh, let's go, Spartacus! Not us getting our own private concerts. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I, you know what? I'm, I'm immediately going to be doing a deep dive into that because that was absolutely gorgeous. And of course, making your body move. And I mean, come on, the history, it's so rich. I'm living. Yeah. I think this is magic. I think when we do this, when you, we, we use the art to, bring back the memory of the people that came behind us, we are making them still be alive, you know? So this for me is like 
the power of art. It's amazing. It's art being political, you know? Oh, that's so beautifully stated. So beautifully as poetic. It's poetry. Poetry, Spartacus. Oh my gosh. So listen to this. Of course, there's always lots of opinions about niching down. And I think you spoke to this a bit a second ago about how, you know, Lady Gaga just like explored all these different genres that, you know, drove her. She didn't ever let anything stop her. And, you know, again, like I even think about your YouTube channel because everyone's like niche down, niche down in the creator community. And I think about your YouTube channel and it's a mix of like Brazilian food and analysis of the music and you know, you even you get into Beyonce's Renaissance, you've gotten into Rihanna's Anti, you know, it, it keeps going on. Lady Gaga's Joanne, just to name a few. And you have, you know, lots of interviews with global music artists and um, like Anita and Alessia Cara. But what allows you to really just be, again, be so free? Because again, like there's just such a wide range and... I really want to know, like, where has, where's the root of all of this coming from? And how do you make sure that people understand what your message is, even though they may just be catching one singular video? I think that today I'm not craving views anymore. I think I already got to a, a space in my life where I, I don't want to just be heard. I think a lot of people are chasing the algorithm. You know, they are trying to do what people want to consume. They want to be have more followers, more likes. And I, I don't think that my freedom uh, I, is on that. My freedom is on doing things that are important to me. So in the beginning of my career on YouTube, I was talking about racism. I was talking about LGBTphobia. I was making people understand more what black feminists, intellectuals were saying in Brazil, helping people to understand the books, and all the like racism uh, stuff that were, were happening in my country. But then understood that I'm not just like a black person. I'm not just like a version of Martin Luther King. I'm, I'm also a person that likes music, that likes food. And I not be reduced to just be like the Negro that people wants to cheer in the fight against racism. I'm, I'm, I'm a human being, you know? So I decided to talk about things that I love. Let's talk about music. Let's talk about Lady Gaga. Let's talk about Beyonce. Let's talk about things that inspire me, not only things that make me with anger. So I did that, but I was, after that, I was thinking, Lady Gaga is amazing, is important. Beyonce is a legend, but the knowledge of my family, the knowledge of my grandma, it's super important. And I need to register that, you know, she's is like 80, 80, 84 years old. And I, I have the knowledge, the technology to register everything, all the food that she's, she was using to feed me to feed my, my dad, to feed everybody. And, and the food that she I learned to do this food with her grandma. For me, this is ancestrality, you know, this is like super precious. And I was not thinking if everybody was going to watch it. For me, having that, like that, that register of her, for me, this is success. This for me is everything. So this is why I did this food, Brazilian food series on my channel. And people watch it. Like I, when I was in Cannes, I released a recipe of vatapá, which is a very famous food in Bahia, Brazil. It's one of the most famous. It's very iconic. Like my, my grandma teaching people how to do vatapá, it had 100,000 views. This is like a festival. Imagine a festival with my grandma on stage doing a recipe. This is what happened when I was in Cannes. So... I 
And when I do this, when I stop chasing likes, when I stop chasing views and just do things that are important to me, I can get to the likes and the views in a more natural way. And I can really make myself be heard. You know, I'm not just like entertaining, saying what people want to hear. I'm really like changing the game for me, I think. And this is why now I'm singing. Now I'm saying my message and sharing my art. And I know that maybe in the first songs, people will not understand what I'm doing. People are saying, this guy is crazy. What the f***? He was like doing interviews and now he's singing. What the f***? But I don't care. <laughs> for me, success, success for me is being free. Is looking down to everything that I done and thinking, oh my God, I was so brave. I did everything that I wanted to do. And I, and I was a reference that I didn't have. I was a reference to more people that you can be brave and you can do whatever you want. You can fight racism. You can talk about music. You can do recipes. You can sing. I don't know. Maybe tomorrow I will open an OnlyFans, take my clothes off. I don't know. Never know. <laughs> yeah. It's, a very, it's another very viable platform. And again, like there's, there's audiences everywhere. So like, so tell me that piece of it. It's just, I feel like this is like a huge takeaway for brands even, because sometimes I feel like even brands could get bored or feel bogged down with their own same narrative. Like what would you do to inspire a brand or encourage the, the marketers and creatives behind a brand to ex explore new, new capabilities or new topics? I think the brands have now an incredible opportunity with creators, especially marginalized creators, people that never had this kind of power, a power that only brands have. So when they, for example, close a deal with me, they are allowing me to use this money to create a music video that will inspire generations that people like me never had the power to do, you know? So when they're giving power to people like us, they are really changing the game. They're changing history. Like my... People like us, our grandmas, were slaves. And now we are really like having the power to influence, to have influence in the country, the world. So I think when the brands understand that, that they can make part of history, they can really like be part of this change that is happening in the world with black creators, queer creators, feminists, disabled creators, they really can understand that they can do much more than sell. They can do much more than just like, you know, marketing. They can really like, make a, a legacy for the brand. So I also think that the brand should really be mindful that creators like me, we are not here to really like clean your mess because sometimes we have like brands that have really a lot of problems with their products, with their companies, and they want to use our image to clean the product, to solve the problem. You know, I have a brand in Brazil, we have a brand in Brazil that they really exploit the workers. They don't pay them well. The workers, they deliver food to the people and they themselves, they have hunger. They don't have food to eat, but they deliver food to a lot of people. And they wanted to hire me to say that they are fighting against hunger. So, like my family was living with hunger in the past. I will, I will never do that, even with like all the money that they are offering to me. And I think the brands should understand that they should respect not only us, but our commun communities, because the communities that we have online are based on trust and we can never break that trust because if we break that, how can we have this part platform again? There's so much accountability that you're pointing out something so important. What you've said is, is so brilliant and so accurate. And A, yes, 
brands should be leaning into creators because I mean, who knows, they may be uncomfortable or not be ready to talk about a new topic. But again, they can lead on creators because creators have all of the ideas. Like, again, they have all of the inspiration and they have an entire, all these communities inspiring them. So yes, creators are the perfect answer for this. And you're right, marginalized communities especially should get a, a spotlight because of because of what you're talking about right now, which is the extra special layer of making sure that you're accountable to your community. Because again, there are so few creators, um, black creators that are larger, what have you, and there's so little representation, which we're working on, that I feel like all, all, all creators from a minority background do feel an extra badge of honor to carry on and, and hold brands accountable and make sure that they can make change and make sure that you know, their community is top of mind because you're right. We cannot have um, inequity. We cannot be supporting or putting, you know, extra receipts or our, our, our stamp of approval on a brand that is not, isn't ethical or is doing things that are, that we don't support. So, you know, I, again, commend you once again for highlighting that because it's, it's a huge thing that brands have to understand because creators are not actors. They are brands themselves. And you just have to respect the space and know that they know what's best. And creators are the future. We are like, we are not like, just like the actors in the past that they have like a TV, an agent that could open doors to them. We did this by ourselves. I was with my phone doing my videos alone. And I made millions of people of my country listen to me and follow me. And now we have a relation and now they trust me. And I did this by myself. And I think when like magazines and uh, like, I don't know, TV shows, they don't open space for these creators. They are ignoring creativity because this is creativity always commanded culture. Like, oh, the songs, all the movies, all the TV shows were created by creatives, but from a different creative market. Now it's just a, a, a new creative market that cannot be ignored. I think that... The brands and the spaces that don't understand that creators are the future will be the past. Because if they ignore them, they will be ignored by our communities. I'm going to ask one more question about like what you're talking about right now, which I think is so important, Spartacus, which is I'm just going to point out the fact like so give I'm, I'm setting everyone up so they know the context just in case you aren't following Spartacus, which you should be immediately after this Uh I want to say that since you've become a full-time creator, you've obviously now you're doing your music. You've hosted TED Talks. If you all don't know, Spartacus has been hosting on red carpets, has hosted Pride in Brazil, and has traveled all over the world. And, you know, we are seeing creators are becoming more intertwined with today's media culture. And when and for those who aren't staunch marketers, like when I say media culture, it's like it's TV, it's film. Why do you feel like there is this huge moment for creators right now to start entering into classic traditional media spaces where they've never been before? Because we are creating culture. It's so simple. Yeah. Shout it out. Tell, yeah. tell me about it. Spartacus agreed. I think when I'm on the internet making people connect more with art than the MTV show, I think there or MTV open space for me, people like me, and we can join forces to make people connect with music, or they'll be behind. I think it's that simple. You, you cannot ignore the impact that these creators are having on culture. And not only like my case, but we're having like women helping another women to love themselves more, love their hair, understand more about how to take care of, of themselves, of their mental health, 
of everything. I think we have like a lot of people doing amazing things and you cannot ignore that just because they come from a different background. You know, I think this is kind of uh, a least elitist way to, to look at the market, you know, because, oh, you not came from the traditional place, you not did the same stuff that we did. Yeah, we, we, we have not done it because we, we didn't have like the opportunity, but we made it. We, we got the technology and here we are. So now you can be part of it. I, I, I always say this to everybody. I'm a legend. I'm going to create an amazing legacy and the brands have the opportunity to decide if they will make, be part of this or not because I know what I'm doing and nobody can stop me. You can only choose if you'll be part of it or not. Exactly. You better let them know, Spartacus. It's, it's so very, very true. And I think that the dawn of social media and like this, the, the influence that creators have is so important because it is leveling the playing field. There is a, there's a reason why it's here because like you were talking about the elitism, the, the gatekeeping, all of the things that were holding back, you know, again, the representation that everyone's looking for. Creators have created a space that the world has been longing for and never knew until they could finally see themselves in something. And then now there's, a choice. There's a choice to clearly say, like, do I want this thing that's unreal that someone cho- decided that doesn't look like me or know me or know my culture or know my know where I live or anything about me has created an archetype that is completely out of nowhere uh, and is and is is very narrow. And now we're all supposed to look up to that. Why? Now we have enough information from enough people via social media and creators that we know differently now, and we've and the the public has spoken. They have said that they know more of that other fake stuff. We want the real deal and creators are that. Exactly. And I think like when I was growing up, I didn't have this representation. Queer black people in my country that I was seeing on TV was just jokes on humor shows. You know, people that are mocked to everybody to laugh. And now we are being able to be these references, to be these representations to the new generations. We cannot lose this opportunity. And I think the brands cannot lose the opportunity to be part of it is very inclusive and see again no matter no matter what's going on or you know how much we want things to be better that's what I always love about every creator that comes on to this podcast is that you know even though you may be stepping up to the to the podium now once like black and blue from you know the way you've been treated and denied and all these things like everyone always still steps up and says there's still an opportunity like come and be a part of this. And the inclusivity just always inspires me so much. So, so, so much. One thing that you said, you can always come. There is always a space. I think one of the things that the creator economy showed me that we, can, we don't need to be competitive. You know, we can collaborate. Every new black queer creator that comes to my screen, I'm so happy because we're having, I think sometimes being one of the first like black queer creators with a huge audience in Brazil, I had like this, this, this liability of be the representation of everybody. And this is impossible. Like we have a lot of people with different skin tones in Brazil, with different sexualities, with different opinions. And for me to really be like the favorite, be the best for everyone is impossible. I always felt like a failure. So seeing like much more people like me, people like more effeminate people, people that 
don't like Lady Gaga, but like Rihanna, people that really think different, this is amazing because now we can represent what we are together, you know? And I think we have brands to everybody. We have opportunities to everybody and we don't need to fight. We can collaborate and create amazing things together. Oh, 100%. The digital landscape is infinite. There's enough pie for everyone to eat. Let's all join hands and get it together. You know what I'm saying? Like there is plenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one has to stress. No hunger. None. No hunger, honey. It's infinite. <laughs> There's so many people, there's like, when I tell you, like, there's so much space for everyone. And it's, again, it's, it's, it's very, it's a very exciting time. And, but I'm glad again, that you were there to open up doors and to set that kind of example, because it's so, so, so important. Now I, I lied before when I said this, that was my last question. Okay. Truly this time. <laughs> one last one. I would love for you to tell us, you know, what would be your words of advice for a young queer child who is listening to this podcast right now who is dreaming about becoming a creator? I would say for you to start doing more and planning less because I see a lot of people just dreaming. A lot of people just saying, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a creator. I'm going to do that video. And my scenario will be like that. And the channel will have this name. And they spent all their life thinking about it and never doing it. So I was seeing my friends doing it and I was like, oh my God, why? You are ready. You don't need anything extra. You just need to go there and do it. And then I decided to do that, this. And my first video, but then my video that came after was a little better and it was improving. And now I'm doing videos that are really like making a difference that I'm really proud of. I was invited to be with the president of Brazil, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, like three days ago to re with a lot of other, other creators to help our country to, f to save the democracy in our country because we had a, a coup, an attempt of coup in Brazil in the beginning of the year. All the federal buildings were invaded. People started to break everything. And the president decided to call all the influencers that are like fighting for democracy to together we think like a way to help our country. Imagine that this only happened because one day I decided to create a video, to pick, pick up my phone and say what I was thinking. So this is the message that I'm saying to you. Don't wait. Don't wait for the moment when you are ready. I'm, I'm always thinking that I, can, I will be ready in the process. You know, I will be learning in the process. The li life is this. It's a process of learning why you live it. So don't wait. Just go for it. That everything will be okay. I love it. I love it so much, Spartacus. This has been incredibly, incredibly inspiring. Those words are so, so true. Just stop dreaming and start, start doing. I love it. Stop dreaming yes. and start doing. Because again, every day. Just do it. In every way, right? You become better, better, and better. If you do that every single day. Are you listening, Nike? Just do it. We have a match. <laughs> oh my gosh well i adore you spartacus thank you so much for being here it's amazing okay so this was where we ask all of our guests we're going to do the sink sail swim segment spartacus and this is a part of us where we ask all of our guests i mean there's no right or wrong answers and this is for your personal opinion so what do you feel as though for this is for the swim which is like what's working well with creator content right now and why i think what's working well 
is having a lot of people like me with the opportunity to really express themselves and change cultures and change the histories of our families. You know, I think this is the, the thing that is happening just because of technology. I, I was not, I would not be able to do this if I was born 20 years in the past. So I think this opportunity that we are having to change the history of our families, of our communities, this is really the best part. I love it. Isn't that the truth? Yeah, 20 years ago, uh-uh, not happening. But the time is now. I'm loving it. All right, so the next one is sale. Sale, what is amazing or on the rise in your eyes and why? I love podcasts. I, I even i am releasing my new podcast this year because I think this is a really amazing way for people to connect with us in a very authentic way. You know, I think sometimes even with TikTok, everything becomes so per- performative. You know, you need to like learn the dance and do the audio and really like just entertain. And with podcasts, I think people can really like communi- communicate, you know, express themselves. So I love this. I love this moment of podcast explosion that we are, we are living. So good. Okay, so this next one is called Sync. What isn't working in the creator economy and why? The mental health of the creators, because I think a lot of creators are chasing the views, are chasing the likes and become victims of the algorithm. So I see a lot of friends of mine having burnouts, a lot of friends of mine being canceled online and receiving a lot of hate and not being able to deal with all of that. So I think it's a it's a job that a lot of people see a lot of glamour, a lot of good stuff, but it's really hard to deal with all these people at the same time, all this responsibility to really like influence thousands of people. So it, it's not, it's difficult. I think I, I didn't have like a generation of creators before me to tell me that. So I, I hope that the next generation can be more prepared to deal with all of this. Yes, I hope so too. With all of the all of the resources out there, we hope that everyone's leaning into ways to manage their mental health and seeking help and not staying silent. Let someone know. Yes, letting someone know. But I'm so glad that you're shedding some light on that. Again, Spartacus, adore you. I'm so glad we had this moment. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for dropping so many gorgeous gems of wisdom. It's an honor. I'm super happy to be talking with you. I'm, I'm really like, I'm in the black states of Brazil singing black music. And I'm talking to you, a black woman, about all my art, about my history. I'm so proud of that. This is so meaningful to me, you know. So thank you, Whaler, for this opportunity. Thank you for really creating a partnership with me. I didn't feel like you were just giving money to me to promote any brand. We're really like creating a, a, a partnership, you know, a relationship. So this is what I want to do with brands. I'm so grateful for that. And I can't wait to see all of you again in person. Okay. Yes. You know, it. let's like, we're putting it out there right now. Cause you're on everyone's mind, Spartacus. Like, trust me, me and the creator partnerships team, we are in it to win it for you. <laughs> Thank you. And everybody, if you didn't listen, go there on Spotify and look for mission. It's a song that I release it inspired by all this conversation, everything that yes. I live in my life. Yes, have it on repeat, everyone, on repeat. Thank you. Everything is Better with Creators is honored to be a part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network, and we are grateful for your support. If you enjoyed the show, hit that subscribe button, and if you have a moment, we'd appreciate a rating and review. (laughs) 
keep up with all things Whaler and the latest in the creator economy, visit us at whaler.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. This is Ashley Rudder signing off for now. We'll catch you next time with another episode of Everything is Better with Creators, powered by Whaler. Thanks for tuning in.